all, and welcome to Idols, Icons, and Irols, a Survivor Recap Podcast. We're your hosts, Nell and Peter. We're so glad you're joining us as we break down and analyze the craziest and most memorable moments of every single season of Survivor. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.irols for behind-the-scenes clips, outtakes, and important updates. Interested in making a guest appearance to talk about your favorite season of Survivor? Reach out to us at idols.icons.irols at gmail.com. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Idols, Icons, and Irols. We are on episode 19, where we're going to be recapping season four, uh, Survivor Marquesas part one. Woohoo! Woo! Um, wow. Before we get into that, I have a few disclaimers. You can tell by my voice. Number one, my cold is back. We're back, baby. Um, I went to the doctor and she said my lungs sounded beautiful. And she just said, get back on your allergy meds that you stopped taking. So that's on me. <laughs> that's on you. That's on me. Wait, did you see that TikTok of that one girl who got really sick one time and it didn't get treated? It like was a really bad cold. And then it, like, lodged, <laughs> it lodged in her sinuses. And then she had to have surgery to remove the blockage from her sinus cavity. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> I don't know. I just popped into my mind. But Super I'm, like, comforting. <laughs> take your cold and allergy meds. Yeah, no. Especially like I used to get sinus infections all the time. Still do. Um, number two. My king, Bo and Yang, got nominated for an Emmy today. And I have cried about it. Um, so that's my energy going into this. I have a cold and Bone Yang's nominated for an, an Emmy and I'm so happy for him. So. Wow. Really both ends of the spectrum on that one. Yep. Basically. <laughs> basically. You said, I actually can feel it all from the lowest lows to the highest, to the highest highs. One day, baby. What? To oh. watch a Instagram story of them popping a bottle of champagne for Bowen. That's all I needed to feel better. That's actually medicine for you. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I'm glad that this is the energy we can bring into this. Um, so yeah, we're going to just hop into season four. Um, yet again, there's no returning players. It's all brand new players, you know, classic standards, 16 people, yada, yada, yada. Um, and as per usual, there are, of course, episodes that are not on Hulu. And I have to, again, pass the baton to the one and only Paramount Plus girly, um, as she's going to recap the first two episodes. So I'll try to, like, chime in every now and again to give her a break. But <laughs> No, I'm like, get ready for a couple minutes of just voice cracks on voice cracks. For this that's, what, that's what we're here for, honestly. That's why we tune in. That's why we tune in. <laughs> Okay, so basically, the, they are split into two tribes, Rotu and Maramu. Is that? That's not how you pronounce it. Maramu. Maramu. <laughs> Rotu. They're split into two tribes, Rotu and Maramu. Um, Maramu is um, yellow. Rotu is blue. And they had to, like, paddle to their beaches, drama and it all already. Maramu noticed that one of their players, Sarah, she feels like she's not, they feel like she's not rowing at all to the beach. Um, Sean hates the water um, and he like gets on land and like literally prays. No, no, he, they're praying in the water because he's like that nervous. And um, survivor icon Rob is like ready to play. And we're at row two they're doing fine like they're trying to start a fire but there's not enough sunlight they're also it's really interesting the beaches of the two drastically different environments yeah i noticed that yeah didn't ever really get an explanation for it row two is literally on like rocks steps yeah. away from the ocean and like maramu is on like a beach yeah and they like because they have and they like, like don't have water and, like, yeah. Yeah. So it's all very confusing. Whatever. Um, there is some tension in row two, but nothing too crazy. And Maramu is able to start a fire, and you see a little budding romance between Rob on Maramu and Sarah. 
And Rotu is able to find some food to eat. And Marama is able to find fruit. There's some tension, nothing crazy. Um, and we head into the immunity challenge. And Muramu flops, to say the least. They, like, have to light these torches on these canoes. And they, like, fully drop a torch into the water. And Rotu, like, kicks their ass. And, I mean, like, no spoiler, but that doesn't stop happening for a while. <laughs> um, and so, like, Rotu's on a high. And Brahmi has to figure out who they want to get out. And basically, they decide on voting off Peter, who I, like, honestly couldn't tell you much about him. Some of the women thought he was weird. He probably was. Um, and he did, he ends up getting voted out. So now we head into episode two. Um, as I told now when we were, you know, getting ready for this, I was like, the history or, like, the... I guess the history of Peters on this show is just like not good. Like that does not bode well for you. It's upsetting for the rest of us. And by the rest of us, I just mean myself. You and Peter, my sister's (laughs) friend. (laughs) And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. (laughs) So actually the only two people named Peter who've ever watched Survivor. Right. Obviously. I'm like, there has to be another one out there. Who knows? I'm like, if your name is Peter and you watch Survivor, reach out. Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my God, I forgot Rotu did this. Rotu starts off giving each other massages. Um, I don't understand. (laughs) Like, I hate... Because you, we would always at my summer camp. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like middle school energy. (laughs) At my summer camp, we would always try to do massage train and the counselors would be like, we actually legally cannot do that with you guys so you guys have to do it to each other and we'd be like what and obviously they legally could not do that with us that's kind of crazy um wow hilarious anyway kathy is like alienating herself in row two um also i feel like giving me classic kathy energy i don't really know why but i just feel like yeah i I know we haven't discussed this on this podcast, but we watched that one season, the one that's the reason. I think that's that's not Cook Islands, Panama, Exile Island. Do you remember that one woman who was like the lumber Jill? Yeah, I think so. Was her name also Kathy? I don't. No, know. it was Tina. It was Tina. Her name was oh. Tina. They remind me of each other, even though, <laughs> even though Tina was on that season for one episode. Like spoiler, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Back to episode two. Um, yeah. So Rotu is trying to make a fishing plan. They like build traps and stuff because they have water. Maramu. That is not Mar- why can't we Maramu. say it? Maramu? <laughs> I am on a lot of <laughs> Yeah, I'm like playing the day quell now. <laughs> um Maramu is like uplifting their energy with a morning show that they do which I think is so cutie they like each take on a role um but there was all this drama last episode because Patricia was like not doing anything around camp and now she's like playing a hard ass around camp and so she like stops them from doing it and everyone's kind of like girl like come on like we're having a good time um so that was interesting. John and Kathy are like catching fish on row two. And there's definitely tension with Patricia and Maramu. And there's also notes of like laziness. Maramu does not seem to have like a great work ethic when it comes to the camp environment. And everyone's kind of looking at Rob and Sarah and knowing that there's kind of this um, concept put into the mind of Hunter that if Sarah were to go, Rob would be more productive, which, you know, I don't know if I necessarily disagree with, but they're also like, I just don't think Rob was going to do it anyway. 
Yeah, also tough look for Sarah that like it wasn't the other way around. <laughs> it was like Sarah's never gonna be yeah. productive, but Rob maybe there's hope for him. Yeah, um, no, tough look for Sarah. And yeah. for Rob, really. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, whatever we had into the reward challenge, they have to like get rocks from the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> um and Rotu just again had a better strategy and ends up winning and so they won reward back at Moromu they Sarah has like opinions about the shelter and no one cares because she won't actually put in the effort to do it herself she just wants to talk about the shelter and that's tea that and is that's tea. tea and that's tea I hate to say it um and then they head into immunity challenge where they have to like essentially eat fish bones and like stuff classic they have to like bob for them right yeah it was bobbing for like fish yeah that's disgusting but i always think it's interesting because on these eating challenges everyone mainly can do it yeah which always have to go into a tiebreaker which i feel like is why they stopped really doing them yeah well also i think maybe it also got to the point where it was kind of like they were forcing people to eat things that like you know yeah like things that they don't want to eat for different reasons but yeah no i think it's i just think it's shocking because i don't know i feel like random selection of like 17 americans the odds that they're all all gonna be able i couldn't i couldn't blatantly i couldn't no i could say it right now I wouldn't. It's not even that I couldn't. It's just I would. I can barely take down Dayquil. Girly, what? Are you telling me you like the taste? Yeah. I literally, <laughs> I literally have to chase it. And like, I buy it flavored. It's flavored. It still tastes bad. Flavored medicine tastes bad. Oh, I like Nyquil. Mm. I feel like I'm talking to a psychopath. Like yeah. a damn sociopath. <laughs> oh my God, a disclaimer we didn't even say. Um, tomorrow, oh Olivia Rodrigo is coming to our city, Washington, District of Columbia. Columbia. Um, to go to the White House. Energy is going to be lighter. I um, famously oh. commented on her Instagram that she should, not Famous. her Instagram, POTUS Instagram, her comment on president of the united states instagram that she should come to the coffee shop and i said free coffee on us as if like she can't afford a cup of coffee no as if like we wouldn't give it to her already or also as if i have the power tomorrow's my fourth day i was like yeah i'm like i'll pay for her fucking coffee if she no i mean um yeah olivia rodrigo want to come to the day camp i work out (laughs) um anyways (laughs) yeah so basically they have to do a tiebreaker and each tribe picks the person on the other tribe who had struggled and Rob through part of his up, which we literally had to watch on television. And then that's uh, so then, upsetting. Yeah. No, no, what's how the hell do you say the Mormon Nalea, Nalea. 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 The Mormon. Nalea. The Mormon. Um, <laughs> got it. And so Rotu wins again. And you had to tribal council. Sarah literally gets most cats against her because she admits that she does less work around camp to conserve her energy for challenges. I said, girl, what are you even doing in a challenge? Because you guys are losing, so is it really working? Um, but Sarah's fine. And Patricia gets voted out with this kind of early group of Vesepia, Sean, Rob, and Sarah voting her out. So. Yeah, because doesn't it basically split into like the four people who aren't working and then at this point the three people who are working? And so it's like yeah. the four laziest people, which well, I would say Vesepia isn't that lazy from my interpretation of it. It's just that she associates with she associates Sean. with people yeah. who are lazy. So it like and like she doesn't ever ask them or like try and boss them around to do anything. So, yeah. like, they're all on good terms. Um, but, yeah, so that brings us to episode three. So, at this point, Maramu's down bad. They have lost every single challenge 
just not doing great. Like, just not good at all. Um, basically, Sarah, like, throws a fit that people think she's not doing work, even though she admits to not doing work. So it's really uh, confusing. I'm literally like, what? I, I just don't, what did you even do in a challenge? Right. Well, yeah, because... I don't, I don't remember if you said this, but her rationale for why she doesn't do work around camp is so she can do better in challenges. Yeah. I'm like, then show that. Yeah. Not then win these challenges. Anyway, so then, long story short, you also just see like row two is like coming together as a family and we're all hunky dory and everyone's happy and we all live together. Um, and then this is also the moment when famously John at row two lands on a sea urchin and you just hear him like come out of the water and say i need someone to pee on me who needs to pee which i would like to clarify i had to immediately google because i was like i'm fairly certain you're not supposed to do that and it was literally i google sea urchin should i have someone pee on me and it's like do not it will irritate it more (laughs) no way but i kind of think at this time that was kind of the narrative the narrative well because i know that you're supposed to do that with jellyfish you're also not supposed to do that wait what i know because i let me double check on the who's been pushing this narrative then because <laughs> i don't want was, to be peed on. i thought that was common knowledge despite what you may have heard the idea of peeing on a jellyfish thing to ease the pain is just a myth there are not only are there no studies to support this idea but pee even, may even worsen the thing Wait, what are you supposed to do then? Fucking go to a doctor. (laughs) What what if you're in Um, No, I was like, um, remove the tentacles, seawater to wash off the tentacles, but avoid any vigorous rubbing. Um, Use only seawater on the affected area. Do not use fresh water (laughs) or fresh water as it can cause the like stingers to activate more sin. Um, treat the pain by applying apple vinegar or rubbing alcohol to the affected area. I feel like urine is basically apple cider vinegar. Once it's removed, once the tentacles are removed. But, and then immerse in hot water is another option only after all of it's been removed. Yeah, I and feel there's like, like he, different things. Yeah. I mean, he turned out fine. So clearly. Yeah. I, I was losing it though. Kathy literally had to squat yeah. pee. I was like, couldn't have been anyone yeah. else who needed to be. Yeah. So yeah, um, that happens. And then basically, you know, people are just getting injured left and right. There was an eel incident. There's a moment in which Robert, or they also call him the general. I don't know what's up with everyone and their fucking nicknames these in these episodes, but they're like, yeah, we've got, you know, the general and Paps and this guy and this girl. And it, like, just use your fucking name. Like, it's already hard enough to remember. It's you. called being besties. It's called being a family where we all care and love about each other. Anyways, so then at one point, Robert like steps on a rock and he slices the bottom of his foot open and not to be graphic or anything, but they literally cut off his skin and like the skin that was hanging off. And I was like, this is actually one of the most disgusting things I've had to see on television. Again, everything's just like out in the open. Um, So yeah, they go into the reward challenge. They have to build a raft, yada, yada, yada. And yet again, Maramu has issues. They can't do anything right. Row two wins. And they get, you know, a bunch of comfort items and they're just living the life. We go into the immunity challenge, which honestly, I thought Maramu had a chance. They were like ahead. They were gonna be great. Literally, they had it in their hands. Yeah. And then famously, famously, Boston Rob, I won't say he lost it for them, but he definitely didn't help them win it by any means. Yeah. And row two wins, I think, what? This is their fifth challenge in a row that they win. Because they won two immunity challenge or two reward and three immunity. So Maram was going back to tribal council. And basically, at this point, there's like this alpha male dynamic and relationship between Hunter and, you know, Boston Rob, because as men do, they gravitate towards each other. 
And so Hunter like confides in Boston. No, I'm like, hey, I want to vote off Sean because we need people that like that are actually going to work. Doing work. Hold their weight. Yeah. Yeah. And Rob's like, no, I want to be able to control my tribe and I need to be calling these shots on the tribe. I don't care if we go into the merge down people, as long as I can control them, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Which is not smart. I won't say stupid, but it's not smart. It's not necessarily the decision-making I would have gotten with. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, we've really been slandering Boston Rob a lot. Well, I will just have to say he is... In this season, not what I expected yeah. him to be based on everyone's perception. No, yeah. And we can unpack that more later. I think yeah. we should speak on that more later, but uh-huh. I agree. So, yeah, basically, Boston Rob controls his alliance, and the four of them vote Hunter out. Um, Sarah gets some more votes. I'm like, poor Sarah, girlie. She is really sort of racking up these votes. Um, not poor Sarah. She deserves them. But basically... We go into episode four and like, again, Jeff Probst is like kind of alluding to something happening, but they go into the, what they think is the reward challenge. And they all just like randomly are told to just go choose a log to stand on. And under each log is a new buff that they flip over one by one. So essentially they do a tribe swap, but instead of evening out the entire, incredibly uneven tribes because at this point it was eight people in row two and five in Maramu. They just keep the tribes the same size. I don't understand that. I Yeah, I don't get it. Really don't get it. I think it like, I mean, it was literally their first time doing like a tribe swap of this level. Yeah. So I think it was literally like, we'll just test it out. Um, But I just thought it was so stupid. Yeah, I just don't. Because it's like, well, again, there's no disrespect to anyone, but the Numeramu tribe was Pascal, who was 54 years old at this moment in time, and then four women. And the Rotu tribe is like all these like young young men. It's Boss and Rob, who's 25, and young women, and Gabe, who is 23. And like, let's see, yeah, their oldest member was like 38. And it's it was a fucking incredibly unequal. Yeah. yeah. Like so everyone was a little confused. Yeah. And um by everyone we I think we specifically just mean us, but I was pretty confused. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we had into the immunity challenge nonetheless. Well, basically, oh. I mean, we skipped over all the drama. Oh. That kind of unfolds. You're right. Because basically the new Rotu tribe is like a bunch of old Rotu. And then they just have now Vesepia, Boston Rob, and Sean, aka three fairly not active individuals. Specifically, Rob and Sean are like, yeah, we're not doing a single thing. Rob's upset. Basically, like, we know that we will be voted off as soon as we lose. So why would we put in any time? Which... It's a way to look at it, I guess. Yeah. But now you're kind of sealing that deal for yourself. Yeah. In any way without maybe trying to like. Yeah. He did not really do much to help. Well, both of them. Like to help their case. And they just kind of complained. And then they also said some problematic things. Specifically Boston Rob. About both gay men and women. I said, you're really going to attack the girls and the gays. Yeah. And this is going to air forever. Forever, forever, forever. And then at the Numeramu tribe, it's Kathy, Pascal, Nalia, Gina, and Sarah. And famously, Gina's like, thank God I'm on this tribe. Because now girly Sarah can get gone. And yeah, Sarah, like very clearly is just not working as hard as everyone else. And then we go into the immunity challenge. Roger's are so strong. And they finish strong. Like I like again, they just win. And so like Rob, Sean, and Vesepia are like, hell yeah, baby, we don't have to go to tribal council. 
and Kathy, the Mormon, I'm never going to pronounce her name, Malia, and Pascal are like, fuck, like, we actually have to go. They just, like, again, didn't implement a great strategy. Kathy's the only one trying to, like, lead. And, like, they have two people on row two giving directions. It's just a hot mess and a half. Um, so Muramu goes back to tribal council and basically Sarah is the one who's going to be voted out. Gina is like, I don't like her. She doesn't work hard. Like, I am willing to work with you guys. I have no allegiance to her. And also the former Rotu tribes have the numbers to make a decision. Yeah. Um, Sarah also is like, yeah, I think we're all going to like, just kind of do what we want tonight. Like, yeah, I was like, girl, I, pop. like you're they, out of the circle. Yes. She's not on the click. One might say. One could say, but I mean, I'd hate to have a click. All right. <laughs> the most pro click person I've ever talked to. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Sarah is unanimously voted out and we head into episode five. Which is, you know, again, Boss and Rob still just throwing a fit, which I mean, fine, whenever you're upset, you know, you're valid in your feelings, for sure. Um, but famously, he's also like, yeah, Sean's going to be the first to go. So uh, I'll, I'll start working maybe, but I got some time to buy for myself. Um, also, Gabe, this young boy from, I think he's from West Hollywood. I was like, okay, okay, fame, okay, success. Um, anyways, so Gabe is basically like, look, I'm here for the experience. I'm not here for the game. Like, I'm, I just want to be here to meet people and to experience I'm, life. You don't deserve to be on the show. Yeah. I was like, good for you, I guess. You look no. happy and healthy, no. but. I don't think good for you. Have a strategy, King. Yeah. Wanting to win. Why would you go in not wanting to win? Oh, Anyways, so we go into the reward challenge and long story short, Rotu is almost about to win, but Gabe famously flops for the tribe. And Kathy somehow is able to really pull it off and Maramu wins for the first time ever. Like the tribe Maramu wins their first challenge ever. It was actually insane. They get to raid Rotu's camp. They get two minutes to take just like throw as much stuff in a pile as possible. And they did it so well too. Which I feel like is kind of pretty fucking crazy. They took literally everything. (laughs) Because I I feel like like, I feel like for raids for other seasons it's like you get to like you have three options you get to take two of the three. Or like you get to take three. And I feel total. like not everyone usually can participate yeah, on that. No. I mean, granted, there were only four members of the Maramo tribe, but yes, no, you're right. And it's like, you're kidding. They took everything, everything, everything. So basically, like John on the Road to Tribe is starting to like get uneasy with Gabe. And I think it's also just something where it's like, because row two hasn't gone to a tribal council yet they're like itching for drama they're like so there's more drama and they're just creating it over and over and over again and so john basically there's five original row two members on this new row two and he creates this alliance with four of them it's basically like we have to get gabe off i don't feel safe with him anymore and he kind of starts trying to work people to get the numbers we go into the immunity challenge, classic early That's survivor. The stress signal BS. Yeah, it can it can go. But whatever, Maramu wins because yeah. they literally have all the supplies, and also yeah. no one on row two was trying to come up with the plan. Yeah, because uh, famously row two has to use only Sean, Boss, and Rob. Um, Vesepia and maybe like Tammy or something. I don't know. It was like not their, not their, you know, heavy hitters by any means. And so Maramu wins and it goes, they won their second challenge and it's their first immunity ever. So Rotu is heading off to 
tribal council. And of course, it's all been fo- foreshadowed perfectly. And at this point, like, I will say the strategy right now does not make sense whatsoever because basically John approaches the three Maramu, like original Maramu members on row two and is like, vote with us, like get Gabe out. But none of it, like Sean and Rob both are like, well, we don't really trust John. And like, we think we'll just be next, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, why don't you just tell Gabe that this is their plan? And the four of you can vote for John and force a tie. Like, I was like, there are other options here. I don't know. Yeah, it just... I never really thought about that, but I guess like they were probably thinking about what tiebreakers. I, I guess it would have just been the quiz, which yeah. is like, whatever. Unless like who? No, I guess if mm. no, it would have just been a quiz. Yeah, I don't know. But I was just like saying, yeah, I never I've... thought about that. When I was watching it, I was like, wait, you guys don't like John? Because, like, not to spoil or foreshadow or whatever, but literally in the next episode, there's a big fight then between Sean and Rob. Sean and Rob fight with, like, John and Tammy and Zoe. And, and I was like, you guys literally just unanimously voted with them to get Gabe out. Gabe gets eliminated after the end of episode five. And I was like, you literally could have maybe changed the game and gotten Gabe on your side and controlled this new road to try. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's obviously it's too hard to like go back and like try to re-strategize, but I just really did not understand what they were doing. So we go into episode six and Gabe is gone. And John is like on top of the fucking world. He's like, I'm really soaked in. Yeah. Which is just, it's exhausting to be. Yeah, he's a lot. I kind of, I like, it's not like I liked him. I just thought, oh, he has a personality. Me too. I thought the same thing. And then I was immediately annoyed by him. Yeah. I'm like, same. (laughs) All right. Yeah, because he just gets really, also, there is something so familiar to me about him. I still cannot place it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing more I can really say other than that. (laughs) So basically, yeah, this is when there's this big fight and Rob and Sean also were like suspicious of Vesepi RV. And they're just like, oh, well, she's like trying to get in good with the rest of the tribe. And I'm like, no, she's just trying to be like friendly and make life peaceful and not put a target on her back because she's not stupid. She has a brain. Yeah. Queen, I love her. Um, yeah, there's tension there. Um, whatever we had into reward challenge. There's like this relay race aspect. It is iconic. This I loved this reward challenge. Um, basically, it comes down to a like boat race where Gina and Kathy are in the boat and John and Robert are in the boat. So Gina and Kathy from Muramu and John and Robert for Rojo. And it's like neck and neck, like Gina and Kathy take over, even though they left first, but they're catching up. But, and like Gina and Kathy make it to land, but they start running before they grab their flag off their boat that they have to like put in it. And then you watch John and Robert put their flag in the tiki first and Jeff calls it for row two and you're like wow like that was heartbreaking like they really could use a reward challenge when and then Ramu was like they weren't at the tiki before they put their like the, all of these things like they weren't all there and then they realize that row two has not put their like boat in the distance of the chain of the boat that they had to tie it to which was part of the rules so they lost and they also said that Robert was not at the tiki with John when they put it in so Muramu wins reward on all of these technicalities not even technicalities like just the truth rules I guess yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it was exciting and they finally got to eat a reward yeah queen they eat so much and also annoyingly enough it goes to row two and john's like yeah you know what we didn't need that food anyways like it's just gonna make them yeah. sick like, I was like grow up 
Yeah, I was like, sorry you lost, like the loser you are. Sorry, that was mean. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, also, this was really heartbreaking because, so this is obviously the first time Maramu had seen the Road to Tribe after, I mean, or after the Tribal Council, and Pascal was so sad that they voted off game. And I was like, oh, like, that's so sad that he developed such a close relationship. And then, uh, yeah, because I'm like, from the outside looking out. in, it was like, what is going on? And I will say, again, not to spoil it, but I feel like Pascal is really angry in the moment, but he just kind of like forgets about it. And is just like, yeah. oh, well, bro, two forever. And I was like, interesting. But then, um, so back at row two, Rob, Boston Rob like confronts Zoe about this whole alliance thing. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to confront John about the alliance. Zoe basically denies there's an alliance while John says, well, yeah, of course there's an alliance of four. And I was like, first of all, John, you're an idiot. Second of all, I guess this is iconic of Boston Rob. Like, yeah. even though he said, he's I don't like, fucking ask. care. <laughs> it's like, watch me. And so then... And of course, immediately following this iconic moment is a problematic moment in which Austin Rob and John like make amends. And then Rob goes, are you gay? <laughs> and John is like, yeah. Like, I don't really care if you're like trying to out me or like whatever. Yeah, but... I was like classic Boston. That's all I got yeah. on that one. I'm like, watch out all New England viewers. And Boston is like, one of the most racist cities that's ever existed. They're a bad community of people. I hate to say it. Look, I won't speak on the matter because I <laughs> I don't know if this podcast needs to take such a specific stand. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm just I feel that it's like a super No, you're valid. City. You're valid. You're valid. I don't know enough about Boston. I mean, yet. most cities are, but yeah. like I no, know that right. Boston has like a narrative of being like yeah not a not a bad. great place yeah yeah all right <laughs> so we go into the immunity challenge and basically long story short sadly row two wins again they're led by Boston Rob to victory meanwhile Maramu is led to a colossal failure by Kathy who just leads them astray and Maramu goes back to camp. And, like, there's this whole argument about how to do fire. And basically, long story short, Gina and Kathy are both like, well, we're on the outside. And they're trying to convince the Mormon girl and Pascal that, like, they both deserve to stay. And in the end, like, the two of them decide that they're going to stay loyal to Kathy and Gina's voted out, and I feel really bad for Gina because genuinely, I don't she just got fucked over. Yeah, she just like I think that it wasn't fair. Personally, not just I don't know. It's hard to say like who deserves to stay in the game, but I feel like Gina was better at the game than Kathy, and like yeah, actually, genuinely was making connections, and Kathy was just kind of like there. Agree, fully agree. But yeah, so that brings us to the end of episode six. So Maramu is down bad. There's three of them left. And it's just Pascal and Malia, the Mormon girl, <laughs> and Kathy. And then row two still has seven people left. So at this point, it's pretty clear that like there has to be a merge coming soon. Like it's just, it's not going to work the way that it's going at the moment. So yeah, those are our coverage of the first six episodes and the first six eliminations. And we will be coming right back. We're so thankful for all of the love and support so far. Keep checking out our Instagram and telling all of your friends about our podcast. If you're interested in supporting our ongoing project to improve our podcast, please head over to our anchor.fm website where you can become a monthly supporter and donator to Idols, Icons, and iRolls.
All right. Now that we're back, we're going to hop into our idols, our icons, and our idols from the first half of season four. Peter, do you want to start us off? Yes, I would love to. Um, We actually barely touched on this in our recap, but I loved the immunity challenge in episode four. It was right after they switched tribes. And it's like this big woven tapestry that they have to like piece together. I don't know. I just thought it was like really cool. And I guess at its, you know, at its basis, it's just another puzzle. But I was like, this is something that hasn't been done before. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. And I thought it, I felt like it really made you like have to think about it and really work together. And I don't know. I just was like, wow, this is fun. Like this is good to watch. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, famously, Maramu loses that one. So <laughs> there's nothing really to speak on on that facet of it. But yeah, that's my idol moment now. Um, so I went with Maramu's first immunity win. Um, first less, and only. First and only. <laughs> um, less for the fact that they, like, what the challenge was, because I did drag it during our recap. Um, and more in just the fact that we got to see them celebrate winning and not having to go to tribal council. And it took us five episodes to get there. So it was just a moment to celebrate for the community. Um, and that's that's why it was mine. No, I agree. I'm pretty sure I cried when I watched it. I was like, this is yeah, it was emotional. emotional. <laughs> I will say, no, I'm shocked that you didn't choose the eating challenge. I'm like, we're, we're entering know. a new era. I wow. know. I'm like, new year, new me. <laughs> you, said, you know what, guys? I think episode 19 is my time. New head cold, new me. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we are going to move on to our icons from the season, um, which for me... I'm going to let Nell start with this because I feel less passionately about the characters. And so I'll let her kind of kick this one off. Okay. So my first icon is Pascal. Pascal, I think I cried many times just whenever he spoke. I was like, you are such a sweet man. And the like way he treated the Mormon girl... (laughs) Yeah, I know how to say it, but when I read it on screen, I'm like, I don't know, Mormon and Gabe. Like, she he was literally treating these people as if they were his children, and he just seemed like a genuinely good guy because he was a genuinely good guy. And I just developed this like, I was like, you're so sweet, you're sweeter, like middle older age, older aged man. Like, I love you, and so he's my own because he was a nice guy. Um, and I don't know, his ability to like make a relationship is also like huge strategy. And then my second icon is V or Vesepia. Um, that wait, that's V? Vesepia? Is that how you pronounce it? Now I'm suddenly doubting it. Yeah. I mean, that's how we've been saying it the entire time. They primarily just call her V, but I'm pretty sure it's Vesepia. I don't know how else you would say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my other icon is V or Vesepia. V I loved because I, like, don't think she did, like, <laughs> I don't think she, like, did a ton. But <laughs> Go, girl, give us nothing. <laughs> but she was doing stuff, like, once they merged, like, she played the smart strategy of, like, separating from, like, Boss and Robin sean but like still being their friends but she wasn't she just like didn't she was still like realizing that she needed to like be a part of it she was like i don't want to be around all this drama that maramu was like maramu was a drama-filled tribe and they're bringing it to this and like i need to worry about like my own position in the game and so i thought that that was iconic worthy and i i appreciated that and it did good for her so peter no i agree i think I don't have quite as much to say on her, but I think that she was just like a very calming energy overall. And like, at the end of the day, like you said, like she wasn't necessarily doing the most. And I wouldn't necessarily say like she was the standout star from the six first six episodes, but she knew how to build the relationships in a way like 
genuinely like that other because she I don't think she alienated anyone even like the people she was voting off or like the people that she wasn't as close with like it seemed as though she was always having a good time with everyone I was like this is kind of iconic so no she was great and also an icon of mine um and also the other thing that I'll say is I just feel like I wasn't able to develop a connection with so many people because I didn't see the first two episodes of the season it was really hard to just like you know really really dig in to the characters and their personality but anyways 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 my second or I guess like primary icon is Gina I I don't know what it was again I think it's her accent there's something about a southern accent that really well just it wrote me right in I was like hello Gainesville Florida it's like go Gators anyways <laughs> I just I love that Literally the second the swap happened, she said, yeah, I don't care for Sarah anymore. Not, I mean, she was saying it before anyways, but then she was like, yeah, guys, Sarah, this girl, she's got to go. She's got to get, get going. And I was just so happy for her that she won at least a few challenges. And like I kind of alluded to, slash also said, I was like, I feel like, again, it's hard to say who deserves, but she, in like, the six days that she had with Pascal and the Mormon girl and Kathy, she made a lot of really good connections with them, it seemed. So I am just kind of upset that like she didn't get to kind of build on that because I feel like if she could have made it to the merge, she really could have like had just a little bit better shot at things and like would not have brought the drama that, I mean, spoiler, but that Kathy brings to it all. So I don't know. I really liked her. And again, that accent just like ropes me right on in. Um, but yeah, those are our icons. And then we will move on to our eye rolls here quickly. Not quickly. There's no rush. It's our podcast. I, I'm just going to hop in and say that I agree on Gina. I think I, I really did love her. And I, I think she just continuously got screwed over by the positions she was put in. Um, but I was sad that she didn't get to develop her gameplay for yeah it's again that curse of just getting put on like the worst tribe the objectively worst tribe it's like sorry girl um so yeah moving on to our eye rolls at a very slow moderate normal average pace um i'll kind of kick it off with just i we kind of said this already but just the way that they did the tribe switch i am realizing that they did do something similar in China for season 15 when it was just like, oh, we're going to keep the tribes the same size and you're just going to swap some people. But this one, it was like, it felt so weird because A, the fact that they just like picked a log to stand on, I was like, could we not, I don't know, make it a little bit more random? I don't know. It just felt weird. And I think that Again, not to say like any level of stereotypes by any means, but the tribes were not even like in both numbers and in like actual physical sizes and ages. I was like, this is like, this is tough. So I don't know. I just think at the end of the day, the structuring of it all and to not even try to make them even, I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm being a dead horse on this one, but I just feel like in that moment, I was like, okay, so there's no hope for anyone on Maramu. And that's how they felt too. They were like, oh, I think even the new Maramu even talked about it when they went back to camp. They were like, oh, this sucks. Like, we're really down bad. So yeah, that's my eye roll. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it was stupid. I just think it really screwed over one tribe. And like, I'll put it simply, it was stupid. (laughs) Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it just like, you, nothing was going to change and nothing did change. Like it didn't actually bring any change to the game, which is like what a good like tribe mix up should do and nothing changed. Like it did have like influence on relationships, but like the end of the day, Rotu was still winning more than Muramu. So like, whatever. Um, so my eye roll is that Rob basically convinces these people to keep Sarah through a tribe switch. Like, I was just like, why? 
why would you pick someone like I he did he literally was like I actually don't even like her that much like he literally like I vividly remember the scene where they're like cuddling in their um oh my god what's the word shelter shelter <laughs> in their shelter and she like goes to rest her head on um Boston Rob's shoulder and he literally moved away literally like it was like and he goes <laughs> and I was like girl run and go do some work and maybe you'll be kept but apparently he didn't they, she literally didn't have to do that I was like what's the point like why are we doing this I couldn't believe that I was so like who what's happening um so no that's I, I <laughs> yeah and I mean not to get into it too much but I not a spoiler, I guess. Boston Rob really becomes an icon within the community. He returns for another season, like a lot more seasons, actually. But quite frankly, the fact that he was asked to return after this season, now and I are both like, huh? Like, sure, he's an icon. He's great in so many other seasons. But in this one, flop. only- I'll say only, it, flop. Yeah, flop. Only him, and I think it was Kathy- I, I know we usually do this on the second part, but I feel like we have to talk about it now. Yeah, him and Kathy are the two people from this season that come back for All Stars, the first returning season. And we're like, really? Like, what? I happening? guess they wanted specific personalities. And like, Rob does cause drama, which is great. And like, he plays the game, not like others. But at the same time, it's like, you're kidding. And I mean, I whatever, I guess like it works out for the survival (laughs) community and ulcers, but like what? Yeah. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense that he was asked to be an ulcers. And that's sort of it. Um, so yeah, those are our idols, our icons and our eyeballs. But yeah, um, we will be right back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for our next episode where we'll talk about the second half of season four Marquesas. There's some big shakeups and exciting moments, so be sure to tune in. As always, follow us on Instagram, follow and review our podcast wherever you're listening to us, and be on the lookout for plenty more content to come your way.